0: Welcome back to another episode of Pells and Whistles. I am your host, Raoul Myers. And since we last spoke, the Pelicans have continued to make other teams their victim. They've continued to blast their opponents off the court. They started with the, the win in Sacramento by 33 points, and then they went on to Golden State to beat Golden State by, like, 36 points, man. um, they, they made them their victim. They made the Golden State's fans their victims. Like, the fans are booing. I think before even halftime, Golden State fans are booing. And I think, you know... Their fans are probably a little bit spoiled as far as their success goes. I mean, a lot of them, they even got there when the team became successful. So all they know is winning. And when they're getting blasted off the court by the Pelicans, who Golden State fans probably take lightly, they're upset (laughs) and they're booing. And the way that the Warriors are reacting to it is kind of strange. Mostly Clay. The way that Clay reacted to the boos when he was asked about the boos he just said, "What am I supposed to lose sleep over?" It? You know, and Steph is just like, "Look, I mean, I get it. <laughs> we suck." Basically, I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but Steph was just like, "Look, man, like, yeah, it, it's upsetting." But Clay's kind of like, "I don't care," and that's that's not what fans want to hear. You know what I mean? That's that's not good. But the Pelicans had eight guys in double digit scoring. Jonas Valanciunas led the game with twenty one points, and he got fifteen of those twenty one points in the third quarter. And of those 15 points he got in the third quarter, 10 of them were, like, consecutive. Like, he just went on a little run by himself, and it was awesome. So, again, this is a guy that I really don't want to see the Pelicans have to deal away, and that's just such a hot topic. And it's like, what if we get to a point where we talk about this so much and then the trade deadline passes and it just doesn't happen? But if it doesn't happen, he's he's what? He's a free agent in the in the offseason, I think. So then what do we do? We're not going to lose him for nothing, right? So no idea what's going to happen with that. But I'm just I don't know who's available. That's an upgrade that is going to help. You know, as far as like floor spacing goes, Um, who's just going to like be our workhorse. He's been our workhorse for three years. He's been the most available player for three years. It makes me nervous to lose that. It really does. So anyhow, enough about that. the Pelicans have a really weird schedule coming up. Um, it's tough. Once, once you know, carnival season starts and we got to go out on the road um, and they send us out west for these road trips, it's like, come on, man. So we went to the West Coast, played against Sacramento, played against Golden State. Now we're going into Denver. But this game got flexed on the national TV. So we tip off at 9 p.m. Mountain Time, right? So right now, Mountain Time is only an hour behind us and not Two hours behind us, or whatever have you. So it's nine p.m. We play this game. You know, it's seven p.m. there in Denver. I'm sorry, it's eight p.m. there in Denver. But you know, we we tip off the game, play the game, however many hours that takes. Got to do post game stuff. Then you gotta, you know, load up the bus, whatever, get to the airport, all this stuff. Lord knows what time we get into Dallas because we we lose an hour, right? Because we got to go forward. The Pelicans might not get to Dallas, to like. 3am. And then we play at, I don't know, seven 30 local time in, in the central time zone. That is much, much, much less, less than ideal. Right? So they've got Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCullum, and Trey Murphy are all questionable. We still don't have Matt Ryan. He's been out for four weeks. Um, well, actually he's been out longer than that, but it's been four weeks since they gave us his six to eight week timeline. Right? So, Zion still got the thigh contusion, Clay, um, Clay, (laughs) ha Trey still has the knee tendinitis or something going on. Um, and then Brandon Ingram has Achilles soreness and CJ McCollum has like a ankle sprain or ankle soreness or something like that. Out of the four of them, the only one I absolutely just wouldn't even like chance is the Achilles soreness. Personally, as someone who's had like chronic Achilles soreness for like over the last year or so. It's annoying and I can't imagine moving with such force and speed on a sore Achilles like that. So if Brandon Ingram misses the game, I absolutely understand. If the other guys miss the games, if they miss the game tonight, I'll be I'll be bummed about it. But it's you know, it is what it is. The league's screwing us with the way that this was scheduled. So it's whatever. I'm personally glad that they would be resting on this game, even though it's on national TV i take that over them resting on Saturday or on Monday because I'm traveling to Dallas to be at those games. And it's going to be like a polar vortex, and I'm going to be freezing my butt off just to see the Pelicans. So I want to see all the Pelicans (laughs) when I get to Dallas. You know what I mean? So anyhow, they play the Nuggets Friday night. Fly in to Dallas, play them on Saturday night. And then Monday is Martin Luther King Day, so we get a matinee. Game starts at 1.30 p.m. um, Central Time. So that's nice. We come back home. Um, and then on Wednesday, we play the Charlotte Hornets. So what I'm looking for over these next three games, I really, really, really would like at least one more win that guarantees you come home from this five game stretch at least three and two. Um, if they could win two more, fantastic. You know, like I'm not trying to set my expectations super, super high for the rest of this road trip. It's a tough road trip. We got guys who are a little bit banged up. Um But still, we still need to keep stacking wins because I'm going to pull up the the standings here. These standings are still pretty close. Um, Minnesota is first in the Western Conference. They're tied with Oklahoma City. They're both 26 and 11. The Denver Nuggets are 26 and 13. They're a game behind them. The Los Angeles Clippers are 24 and 13, and they are a game behind the Nuggets. One more game behind the Clippers is the Sacramento Kings at 23 and 14, and then a half a game behind the Kings. Is the Pelicans, but who's a half a game behind the Pelicans, (laughs) the Dallas Mavericks. So we're three and a half games back. The Mavericks are four games back. If we should lose tonight, we end up tied with Dallas, um, four games behind. Um, and I think Dallas will, that will move them above us in the standings. They'll be six. will be 6 will be 7th Um, so these two games against Dallas are extremely important as far as the standings go. They're important as far as the division records go. Um, we are four and five in the division. Dallas is six and four in the division. Um, we could make up a little bit of ground if we were to win these two games against them. Um, they won last night without Luka Doncic. Kyrie Irving is back from some sort of like heel contusion or something that he had, and he's been playing otherworldly, which is not surprising. So um, we gotta show up, and, and I, I I get it with the Denver thing, like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I'm fine. With us, I guess, essentially like punting that game, which is like crazy to say, but I just feel so like relaxed about it. <laughs> it's those Dallas games that really, really, I just really want to win, man. Like we we lost to Dallas in a, in a crazy way and then we had the team meeting and then we came back and we, what's the word again? Blasted them in that in-season tournament game. And that was the game that we didn't have Willie and we had the James Borrego Speed and Violence Night, which was awesome and really took care of business. I would like to see the Pelicans Whatever they did that time, that second time they played Dallas, I would like to see them implement that again. Go ahead and put Herb Jones on Derek Lively. If Derek Lively's playing, I haven't looked at their, um, their injury report, but I know he had missed some time. But, you know, they were putting Herb on Derek. Derek will come up and set the screen. You know, they pick and roll. And then all of a sudden, guess who's on Luka Doncic? It's Herb Jones. We know that that's what Luka Doncic doesn't want. So I feel like Luka and, and – um, I'm sorry. I feel like Herb and Dyson have done a great job on Luka. Um, you know, this season and last season. So hopefully we can limit what he's doing, but we also got to watch out for Kyrie too. So um, it's it should be a pretty busy weekend um, for the Western Conference as far as the standings go. But um, everything else in the league has just been going crazy. Like Milwaukee was beating Boston so bad on TNT that the game just got like turned off. Like they just was like, you know what, forget it. And Boston waved the white flag at halftime. They came out with their like, None of their starters started the third quarter. I don't know if they played any minutes at all in the second half, but a bunch of bench dudes were starting for Boston to start the third quarter. And they, I guess, I don't know if that was their coach's way of being like, well, you guys don't want to play. I'll put someone out there who will. Like, you know, if you've ever played sports, you might have encountered a coach who's like that. Who's like, forget it. I'm going to play the third string and we'll see what they can do. I don't know if that was what he was trying to do or what, but that game was ridiculous. And Oklahoma City absolutely blasted the blazers off of the court and just like everybody's getting beat by 30 40 50 even 60 points what is happening and the old heads are like what's happening to the game I love and for me like I don't know man maybe it's just the three pointers like it's it's the it's the ultimate equalizer right like the three pointers if you're making a bunch and the other team is not making nothing or they're only making twos like eventually that math is gonna be extremely in the favor of the person making all the three pointers and like that's it. What can you do about it? I guess. Um, that's, that's, that's all I got. That's the only excuse I can come up with for why teams are getting blown out like this. I don't think teams just flat out aren't playing defense at all. Um, could the defense be better? Sure. But guys aren't really allowed to defend. And as people who watch Herb Jones on a regular basis, we know that like guys aren't really allowed to like truly defend. So, there's not much that you can do that the referees will allow as far as like just being a lockdown defender. So anyhow, as far as the 10 game breakdown goes in this set of games, 31 through 38, the Pelicans are six and two. So they've already guaranteed that they're going to be over 500 in this set of, um, of 10 games. So they're 23 and 15 overall through 38 games In games one through 10. They were four and six games, 11 through 20. they were seven and three games 21 through 30 there was 6 and 4 and then again games 31 through 38 6 and 2. So by the time we get done with this weekend we'll be done with um we'll be at the halfway point. We'll be officially like 41 games through the season. Um so Wednesday night if you see me at the blender, um let's do some halfway point um discussions. How do we think the teams doing so far, you know? So I don't know if you saw the video that I put out um for the quarter season review. But I just want to do that again. But at the halfway point, basically. So I got like five people that I talked to about that. Um, I could take those same people. I can take new people. I would love to talk to new people about it. So if you see me, let's do a quick little video. Shouldn't take more than four or five minutes of your time. Um, And that's it. That's all I got. If you made it this far into the episode, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Pells and Whistles. Please wish me luck going into this very, very cold weekend. And good luck to you guys. It's going to be cold here at home too, but Dallas is going to be like extremely frigid. And any friends who are living up north, I know Chris Connor is going to be in like negative 12 degree weather. <laughs> good luck man everybody stay warm get your groceries and stuff definitely don't panic shop don't be buying up all the water stuff like that but take care of yourselves please be careful um and one item i will recommend for future use i have a heated blanket at home it is the best thing that i've ever got my wife gave it to me as a gift like way back when we were dating um i've had it for 10 years it is Amazing. It's a must have, and it's awesome if you live in like a drafty house or like an elevated house and things like that. So, anyhow, catch you guys later. Thanks for listening to Pells and Whistles. I am your host, Ral Myers. Take care.